0: The doctor is in the house. Call it, doctor. Call it, doctor.
1: Call it, doctor. Call the doctor. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. This is your host, Dr. Ron. And we are here weekly to bring you medical news that you can use, medical news that will help you to become the CEO of your own body. Ladies and gentlemen, with an attitude of gratitude, I welcome you to a great program today on probiotics. If positivity is indeed contagious, a number of studies over the past 10 years indicate it may be worth catching, ladies and gentlemen, because this research shows people who display positive emotions like gratitude and forgiveness, boast stronger immune systems, lower blood pressure, and fewer symptoms of illnesses. So an attitude of gratitude must be practiced, ladies and gentlemen, and it has beneficial effects both physically and mentally. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any medical information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So today will be one of a, a series of shows regarding to uh, produce on probiotics. And you'll see the title today is, can probiotics help you with your weight? Well, we're going to get into that, but there's much more uh, that uh, these organisms can do. They can help with leaky gut, which is now termed metabolic endotoxemia because that one lining of our gut allows toxins to penetrate. It is a this leaky gut is a is the driver of obesity type two diabetes, heart disease, inflammatory bowel disease, cognitive decline, immune dysfunction, and even conditions like parkinson's disease but really important to this discussion is that the bowel is the host of 70 to 80% of your uh, immune system. And if it goes awry, you you lead yourself to have chronic inflammation. And what does that chronic inflammation is the cause of most chronic diseases. <clears throat> so I've invited uh, Tim Broder today from a company called Megaspor Biotics. And I asked him to come on a little later to discuss, you know, the particular uh, product that he has and why uh, he thinks it is so amazing. So today, uh, let's just start while we're uh, waiting for Tim. Uh, Let's just start with a a quote here from uh, Hippocrates. Hippocrates said that nature heals, And it is the doctor's task. It consists of strengthening the natural healing powers to direct them and especially not to interfere with them. And get this, because we'll be talking about this today. The immune system is your number one defense against any disease, not a vaccine. Hippocrates, ladies and gentlemen. And Hippocrates also stated, and we'll start this when when Tim gets here, that all diseases begin in the gut. And this is often quoted uh, for a lot of good reasons, because there's been like 2,000 years of medical research and practice since the days of Hippocrates. And these studies continue to confirm his observation that the health and function of the digestive tract profoundly influences our overhaul health and pathogenesis of disease. You know, especially this past 10 years, the investigation of digestive health and immune function has focused on the gut microbiome. That's the, all the bacteria that's in our gut. This is a vast ecosystem, and it has increasingly been recognized not only as an influencer of local digestive function, but as part of a bi-directional communication network connecting the brain, immune system, and endocrine systems. Because as you'll find out as we go along, a leaky gut leads to a leaky brain, and if you get... This into your, uh, if your brain starts uh, allowing uh, lots of junk to get in there, including heavy metals, mercury, lead, and glyphosate from Roundup, it leads to a lot of neurological problems, a lot of chronic fatigue, and symptoms, which your doctor will not even know what, what to do because he, he, he's not familiar with leaky brain syndrome. All right, before we get on, I, uh, I just want to, to bring two little bits of information to you. And, um, you know, setting foot in the hospital anymore is, is pretty dangerous. Uh, but so what, do, what are we doing these days? We're going for outpatient services. You can get in quickly. Uh, you're not surrounded by a lot of patients that have other types of infection, You think that the staffers uh, know everything in their power and they're ensuring your safety, but there's a new report out. You should be well uh, aware of. And it talks about untrained care providers with no accountability. So let's uh, see what this report said. The investigation conducted by a nonprofit independent research group, recently exposed the scary truth about safety measures at two major types of outpatient surgical facilities. 321 ambulatory centers, surgery centers, and 1,141 hospital outpatient departments were included in this study, and patients there they, are being put at risk in ways never before revealed, and I'm going to reveal them now. First of all, your care team might not be as educated as you think. This report shows a shocking 35% of those who perform surgical procedures are not board certified. Over a third of people performing surgical procedures are not board certified. As many as 29% of those who administer anesthesia are lacking board certification okay those numbers are just what the hospital associations and uh, ambulatory surgical care centers have admitted to in public and in non-anonymous surveys so the actual statistics could be far worse and why does board certification matter because if something were to go wrong during your same day procedure You need someone on hand who's been trained to handle the complication and has already been put to that task. If they're not board certified, they could have taken the test and failed it. But even the most trained care providers on hand and in charge could still be at risk. You could still be at risk. Some facilities have uh, also confessed to not using a safe surgery checklist, a bare minimum you would expect. From a team that's going to cut you open or show you a back and sell you back up. So there, these these centers are falling short of rigorous standards. You know what? Worst of all is, ladies and gentlemen, hand hygiene. It was found that only six percent of hospital outpatient departments in the new report were found to use electronic monitoring for hand cleanliness. And, and electronic monitoring was missing from all of the ambulatory surgical care centers observed. Well, you can assume they're washing their hands, but are they scrubbing them enough? Are they really truly sterile? Without electronic monitoring, you're not gonna know until somebody gets sick. So some surgical centers, however, are neglecting to survey their patients after surgery. Maybe they think what they don't know can't hurt them, but I'm telling you this because it can hurt you and you have to have this information. So we have to hold these centers accountable. So the next time you're scheduled for any outpatient surgical procedure, ask if your surgeon and anesthesiologist are board certified. And if they are not, my opinion would be to ask for one that is board certified. That would mean they've completed all the education necessary to be certified, but just that, but just haven't taken the test yet. Following your procedure, if you notice signs of infection, don't wait for the senator to call and ask you how you're doing. Contact your provider. File a report with facility, the facility management and go straight to the top. Reach out to governing bodies, accrediting organizations, state organizations. Okay, because we have to ensure that we are safe in this area that everything is done fast and Sometimes not as good as, as we expect it to be, and what, what is what is being paid for. So that's my take on surgical centers. Uh, of course, today's topic is these bacteria that keep us healthy. Okay, different kinds of bacteria, and as I said, Hippocrates has talked about this over 2,000 years ago. So without further ado, let me introduce a, a gentleman that I uh, talked to a couple months ago when I got interested in megaspores. And what got me interested in it, and what brought me to call Tim, is that I was doing research about the uh, electromagnetic fields. And uh, how do we fend off? I mean, we have a sort of, you know, it, it's been called the uh, smoking of, of today's age. You know, we didn't think smoking was bad 30 years ago. And now I don't think we're giving enough credit uh, for the diseases caused by electromagnetic waves. So, uh, you know, that includes microwave radiation, smartphones, Bluetooth, other wireless technologies, because I feel, feel they're damaging us at a cellular level. We always talk about the mitochondria, the energy portion of our body, the, the things that provide energy. There's trillions of them. So, they're highly inflammatory. These environmental assaults, and as we know, inflammation is the basis of most chronic diseases. And, you know, they, they think maybe up to 15% of people could be sensitive to this electromagnetic fields. And that's probably conservative because a lot of physicians don't know all the, the symptoms of electromagnetic sensitivity. But I did find some articles about talking about spore biotics. Now, you've heard about prebiotics probiotics, but I wonder how many of my listeners have ever heard about sporebiotics. Uh, we're going to be talking about them with Tim Broder in a second. Uh, okay, and how this this product, I feel, could you know, help your immune system and not be destroyed in your stomach. And uh, I think as we talk more about EMF in the coming weeks, we'll come back more to this subject, but that's what brought me to Tim Broder. Tim, is that you, sir?
2: Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing, Doc?
1: I'm doing great, Tim. And uh, uh, I told our audience that uh, you know, uh, Hippocrates talked about this years and years ago about nature, and uh, he, he he quoted this two thousand years ago about the, uh, how important it is to keep our our bowels healthy. So, and in, 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 his writings, he says, you know, inflammation, in the digestive digestive tract is a critical link between digestion and many you know, systemic inflammatory diseases, diseases. So again, that's uh, why I want to talk to you about this intestinal barrier that we have and what your product does and so forth. So um, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, your company, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I have to admit I have purchased product from them, and and it wasn't given to me. I purchased it and have been using it. I'm really satisfied with it. Um, so let Tim uh, just tell us where, where, who he works for and what he does, and and then we'll we'll start talking about probiotics and how his product is different than anything out there. So Tim, I'm going to turn it over to you now.
2: Thank you, thank you, Doc. Um, my name is Tim Broder. I am the Microbiome Labs representative for South and Central Florida. I've been with the company for about two years. Microbiome Labs has been around for over six years. Um, We Basically, our our flagship product is the Megaspor Biotic. We carry 11 things, but we are strictly uh, focused on the gut. Uh, We have been. We are are a science-based company. Um, We're in 13 human clinical trials right now. And all of our products are pharmaceutical grade, which means they are third-party tested, which isn't very common in the supplement market um, because it's, it's expensive to do. But we think it's worth it to make sure that the product you get now is the same one you get, you know, five months from now across the country. It's very important to us because, again, it all comes down to the health of the patient, and that's pretty much it, um, but I am. Uh, I, put, I was brought to this company by using the product myself. I have rheumatoid arthritis, and I was attracted to the company because taking two or three different pharmaceuticals, you know, everything has its place, but it did not get to the root cause of my problem, which is metabolic endotoxemia or leaky gut, and it was spiraling. I was getting worse and worse. So this is the product actually changed my life enough that I've come to work for the company. That's uh, that's my story, kind of in a nutshell
1: well and that and that that's why it's really important uh to talk because you know just because you have a leaky gut as i, I told our audience and they know that leads to leaky brain and the, the gut lining is only a you know a cell thick so if it, uh, you, we start uh that start that that barrier is uh, broken down uh fluoride mercury uh glyphosate roundup everything that's going all pass through your cells. Uh, barrier and into your body, and and then you develop symptoms depending on the state of your immune system. Uh, but you know they, they 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 also talk about small intestinal intestinal bacteria overgrowth as SIBO uh, as also being important, and when you talk about leaky gut. But I have a, a question about: uh, is there is there differences between the probiotic strains? Uh, that you use uh, compared to probiotics that the, our, our patients are buying off the shelves or Walmarts Absolutely. or whatever? Absolutely.
2: And, About 90%, 95%. I'm sorry, go ahead, Dr.
1: Paul. No, no, I was just going to ask you to explain why, why it's different. And, and while you're explaining that, explain why you've, you only have five different uh, uh, organisms in your in your product.
2: Okay, there's the, I mean, the most common ones you'll see are the lactone-bifido strains. And about ninety to ninety five percent of the product that includes yogurt, uh, you know milk, anything you want to say, oh, it's probiotic enriched. It's lactone bifida, which are two of the keystone strains in your microbiome. They are very, very important. But it's one of theres there's a lot of mythology surrounding probiotics in the United States, <laughs> um, and we hear it every day. Um, why is there only uh, four billion CFUs in your product compared to one hundred billion in another? Why do you not have the keystone strains? Why do you not have this? Why do you not have that? Uh, We hear it has to be refrigerated. We hear it has to be um, changed every six months. Well, we have taken a completely different tact. Um, We don't believe that the microbiome can actually be reseeded, which is really what the other companies are pitching. They believe they can drop $100 of these CFUs into your system, and it can reseed and grow. We don't believe that. The bacillin spores, which we have five different strains, the bacillin spores in nature, what they do is they are the caretakers of your microbiome. We used to get these in food. We used to get it from uh, different parts of the animal that we no longer eat. We got it in fruit. We got it in vegetables. These are transient organisms that their job in nature is to go in and— almost recondition your microbiome you were given your microbiome by your mother it's your body takes a snapshot when you're two two and a half years old and that is the microbiome you're supposed to have your ideal your ideal state over time with exactly what you're talking about with um lack of sleep stress glyphosate mercury all of these different elements that can change over time your body will adjust but um you get die off you get heightened lipopolysaccharide levels, which is an inflammatory marker that if it gets through the tight junctions in your intestines and gets through your mucosal layer, gets all over your body, and this causes inflammation. People have different reactions to it, some severe, some not so severe. As you know, Doc, everybody's different. Two people can undergo the same thing and have completely different reactions uh, depending on your makeup. So what we've decided is that we want to get back to giving you something that you should be getting in your diet, and it actually goes in, and uh, gets into your system. passes through your passes through your system 100%. That is another difference. Most of the products out there will claim they get through, but we've tested a lot of them. Most of them get eaten up in your gastric in your in your gastric system. Uh, it's very strong, no matter the coating of the tablet. And ours does get through. Spores are very very tough. They get through into your intestines. They open up. They colonize. They attack the pathogenic yeast and the pathogenic bacteria, the overgrowth. Uh, They attack them three different ways. They release their own uh, antioxidants and natural antibiotics. They eat the same food it eats, and they crowd them out. They occupy the same space. So we are basically trying to, again, recondition, get rid of the overgrowth, and allow your keystone bacteria to thrive. Instead of trying to drop extra of those in there, we are actually – Taking out the competition, which is the huge difference in us, absolutely, night and day. Um, yeah, and that and, and it,
1: that's what I like when when you sent me that information. And just just what you said, just to reiterate, and it, it knocks out the competition. But more importantly, the the, the product is third party tested. So if it says a million, you're getting a million. You're not getting three or four. I think that's critical if you're going to spend your money on on a product to to get what you're paying for. And uh, with, with all the different uh, diets that we're on and this diet, that diet, and we're just not getting the right type of uh, bacteria. And as like, and like Tim said, you know, you get, you get your bacteria from your mother, but sadly to say, that's only, it's it's best if you have a vaginal birth, because as you're coming through that vagina, you know, that bacteria from your mom's uh, body is, is populating you. Okay. There's a big difference if, if you're born with, by a Caesarean section. I and mean, you'll have some, but not as many as if you have a vaginal, uh, vaginal birth. So we, you know, nobody talks about having about all the C-sections that are done uh, by uh, design and for, for convenience, but a vaginal birth is really important uh, to this microbiome. So sorry to interrupt there, Tim, but I just want to interject
2: that. No, and, and, and I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. And there are certain factors that will take away from someone. Um, and, again, if you're not getting things like that to put you behind the eight ball. If you're not getting the proper bacteria through nature, you, you have to, you're going to have all kinds of problems. And those are your listeners or you yourself, Doc. I'm sure you know a lot of patients that when you get certain type of autoimmune things, when you really have bad leaky gut and then you lose that mucosal layer, these things tend to stack one upon another. Someone doesn't just get one thing. If it goes a matter of time, you see people with two and three conditions, and it just tends to get worse. It tends to get worse. Yeah. So if you don't correct it, you're you're really just going to be in a bad, bad way. Right. And and so, then
1: you'll go to to a physician who's not trained uh, naturopathically, even though he's an allopathy. He hasn't, hasn't taken the time to to learn about leaky gut. You know, he's going to give you a drug for the rheumatoid arthritis, and then you're going to get a side effect from that drug, and then, you know, you're going to have irritable bowel syndrome, he's going to blame it on the drug, and now you're in another set of drugs. So, like Tim said, you know, it, it's a domino effect if you don't get to the root cause of the problem. And uh, we have to think more about our gut. Uh, it's eighty-five, eighty-five percent 85%, 80% of our immune system. We have to pay attention to it. Some people call it the second brain. You know, that's how important it is.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, it's funny. Right. We're talking about, um, you know, 2000 year old, uh, did you say, was it, was it Hippocrates? Uh,
1: was Hippocrates. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hippocrates was talking about that 2000 years ago, same age uh, back in China. They're, they're the ones who nicknamed it the second gut, I believe. Even they knew. So it's, it's, it's important that, uh, you know, if these things are true, it seems to be true then it's still true now. Um, I was at a show with our founders and it's, it's pretty amazing, To hear them talk, they're very passionate about what they do, everybody for our company is, and they talk about – they're very honest. They said, we know so little that this is a work in progress, but that's why we're in so many clinical trials. We're trying to find out exactly what we can do to help, and I love that about what we do, Um, you know, and it's – and we want to do it at their traditional hospitals so that maybe we start to bleed over. And and people can start to see that this is this is for real, this is important. And we think we've had a big effect so far.
1: And and that's just to reiterate, uh, your product is a spore product. How does it that is. differ from the from the normal probiotic that you get at uh, at the store?
2: Well, first of all, there it's gonna be completely different strains. There's nobody that's gonna do bacillus strains that aren't in spore that are gonna be effective at all. And if they do, there's some there's some you see that are um, soil-based probiotics, and what they'll do, they'll get, they'll get bacteria out of the soil, and sometimes the spores are in there because these are transient. They're passed from organism to organism, so sometimes they get in the soil, but that's not where they – let me state that because I do get that pushback from doctors. Bacillin spores are not a soil-based organism. Soil-based organisms thrive in the soil. Bacillin spores do not. If, they're in a, if they are in a spore, they're in a hibernative state. They thrive inside of a living being, okay? Um, This is different because, first of all, they're very hardy. They've been around for millions of years. These are – the the main difference is the way they're introduced, these will get through your gastric Mm -hmm. system first and foremost. Whereas the other ones, there are some that have a good coating, and they get through, and they are alive. You know, the ones – there's some out there that are alive. But, again, if they are air breathers and they're alive, once they get to your intestines, guess what? No air. So what effect are they really going to have? Are they going to be able to reproduce if they get to your intestines and need air to breathe? There's no air in there. So there's a lot of mythology surrounding this. Um, And, again, there are several products out there that will help with symptoms. But as far as long-term effects from other products – we're not sure, you know, we don't, we don't know because the testing is very vague. It's very vague. Um, most, most clinicals that go on are, um, are symptom, are symptom uh, clinicals. You know, how do you feel? Right. A thousand people felt this way. We took it and then 800 felt this way. So it works. And again, it can be great symptom relief, but once you stop it, those symptoms come back. It's very similar to what you're talking about with giving someone a pharmaceutical, it might relieve something, but it's not, it's not changing anything.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and that that's why your product did intrigue me when I, when I uh, learned about it because it, it survives the gastric acid of the stomach, which is really incredible. And so I, I haven't done the research, but I, I dare to say that, uh, the lactobacillus products, the probiotics that you get over the counter—you know—if it had a trillion uh, bacteria, you know, for, I think very few of them would make it to pass the the stomach into the intestine. Uh, and did you do, you do you do you study that at all, Tim? Uh, about how much we, of the you know, just a probiotic versus a mega score biotic?
2: We have about on the products on the market. The ones we've tested, we're seeing about around 90% never make it anywhere near the intestines.
1: Wow. That, that, that was my so, feeling.
2: Uh,
1: people say, I'm, I'm taking you know, probiotics, but I'm not feeling any better. Well, you're not feeling any better because uh, they're not working. They're not working. It, really, again, and
2: and and we do get, you know, you do have pushback um, saying that, you know, oh, if it's, it's not lactobifida, it's not working well, or bacillin's Bacillin bacteria aren't widely used and studied. Well, they're pretty much the most widely used and studied in the world. It's just that people have this, you know, kind of keyhole view of the world through the U S and they've been studied in Europe and Asia for decades and decades and decades. So, you know, we're very confident what we do. Um, And again, people who've never taken our product before, we've never had an adverse event. Um, It's not going to hurt you. It's a natural, it's natural. And again, there's very few people out there who are doing pharmaceutical grade products in supplements.
1: And, and, and we again, are at
2: again, we are at hospitals. So this is nothing that's really gonna be bad for you at all.
1: Yeah. Pharmaceutical grade is, is pure. I mean it mean, it means something. Yes. And I yes. think our listeners should know that. And that, again, that's why what, what attracted me to you, your company and, and you contacted me. It's pharmaceutical grade. It has a coating that, that is going to survive the stomach uh, uh, environment to get to where it really needs to be. It has bacteria, five of them that have been studied and that have uh, known effects uh, in the body. You know, I think that's really important. Uh, that the company went to all that, all that problem, all that, uh, uh, all, all, all the research to to study these different forms of, uh, of uh, bacilli. So uh, really important. And, 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 and I think it's important, although, uh, you know, my, on this program, we, we've changed our byline over the last five years uh, to, you know, just from, instead of just bringing you information, making, bringing you medical information that could change your life. Okay, and and this this, I, this pro, right, and 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 these probiotics and and this this whole thing we're talking about, you know, can affect your immune system. Okay, but that's the second largest part of the neurological system and eighty percent of your immune system. But you know, there's a lot of things that can go. The gut is responsible for creating ninety-five percent of serotonin okay and and there's lots of studies that show it could affect brain function and mood okay it may even help you lose weight and we'll get into that a little later but i there's there's health issues such as your thyroid imbalance, chronic fatigue joint pain psoriasis all connected with gut function and yet i'm I'm saying that my my peers my 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 colleagues most of the time uh Will not address the gut when treating these conditions. Okay, and, I, and that's why I wanna bring this out to, to you today. And that's why I wanna have guests like Tim, uh, because the gut is really important. There's staggering statistics out there. So, you know, uh, so the, you know I, I even just read a study that showed that the human microbiome contains 360 times more protein coding genes than the human genes themselves contain. So gosh, it, it, it sort of affects affects everything, Tim. Yes. Okay, and, yes it does. You know, and, and and you know, we always talk about getting to the root cause of disease, which is most of the times is inflammation. And here if we don't take care of our guts, uh you know, we we you know, we might be uh, taking other supplements for the anti inflammatory, but if we don't take care of our guts, you know, we're not we're not really getting to the we're not treating the cause properly.
2: Good so, anymore.
1: digestive health is it's important for that. Uh, and boy, when we tell what about pay what, your clients and doctors who, have, who give antibiotics out, and then they tell your patient just go get some uh, yogurt. What, what do you have to tell them?
2: Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I've i right. I went through the same thing with my with my daughter. Um. Before I was involved in this at all, I was in another life, and she had a series of ear infections, being in um, being in daycare, like every child does, it's a petri dish, and she had them over and over and over, and she kept getting amoxicillin, and of course she had terrible diarrhea, and the doctor kept saying just give her some culturelle. well it didn't work, and it didn't work at all, and you know again everything's got its place, but I didn't really understand any of it. And now that I do understand it, I've gone back and it's – I think it always depends on the clinician, but when I speak, when I, when I have the time to actually speak to even someone who's very traditional, when I explain to them the differences in what ours does and what a probiotic's meant to do and what – I find it is, is – it's much less um, somebody being stubborn and more about just never hearing things like this before and not understanding what a probiotic can really do. Nobody's ever really explained it. A lot of doctors think, okay, a probiotic's good. It'll help with this. But nobody's really ever explained how they work and how they don't. And so when I've had the time and someone's willing to listen, it's amazing when you see almost the light go on. Right. Like, well, that makes perfect sense. But none none of this is being taught. It's kind of outside of the realm right now. But we are, again, because of the way we've set things up, it is changing. It is changing very much. And I, think, and I think you'll see it gradually change more and more. Um, and I, I couldn't agree more even, with you.
1: I couldn't agree more. You know, we had uh, Ralph Moss on our program a few months ago. Ralph Moss, is, uh, he writes uh, uh, about cancer treatment. He's, he formerly worked at the Sloan Kettering Institute. He's even, even uh, publishing uh, studies that he reviews about uh, probiotics and cancer. You know, and that's a subject nobody wants to talk about. But Ralph has uh, has literature on that, and uh, he he was he's a great guest. He's he studied uh, cancer for years and years now, and uh, so you know, I, when I saw him talk, start talking about these probiotics, I said, "Well, our listeners have to know uh, a lot more about them." So uh, here we are today with Tim from Microbiome Labs. Uh, and tell, why don't you tell, tell us how if if our uh, listeners want to look at uh, your products. Uh, where where do they go?
2: They can go on they can go on microbiomelabs.com. Um, uh, we do sell through clinicians. Um, uh, so you know if if there's a lot of interest through through you, Doctor Ron, I'm sure we can set up something through you. I can give your listeners. Uh, if you get attracted to anybody, I'm sure I can get a coupon and we can do something as a thank you. Um, I'd love to do that. But microbiomelabs.com has um, has all of our information, and if you're having any issues with that, you can always go on uh, YouTube, and we have a lot of talks about different things. If you're interested in the microbiome, um, our two founders, Karan and Tom, do talks, and they're always on YouTube. They're fascinating, and if you don't know much about the microbiome, once you start listening, you'll go down that rabbit hole, and you'll hear things you will not believe. It's pretty amazing.
1: Okay. And, and ladies and gentlemen, that's a that, that, that's a, a, a great offer from, uh, from Tim. And the, the next time we do a program on probiotics, uh, you know, we're going to invite you, we'll do it live. This is this program here where we are recording to uh, play uh, at our regular scheduled time on Tuesday, but we will have a, a, a live program uh, with Tim as a guest. And if you call in and we'll give you a, a uh, a code number or whatever, and then, you know, take it to your physician, and I guess that's the way it would work, right? They would take it to their physician, and he would order the med- order the product for them.
2: Yeah, something yeah. along those lines. Um, you know,
1: yeah, we're we'll we're, work it out.
2: we're we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out.
1: Yeah, we'll work it out. But I mean, Tim was just nice enough to offer that now. So when we do a live program, I just uh, wanted to get this information out because it's so important for overall health there was even there's studies out there to suggest that they probiotics could prevent cavities. So why not take the best? How many women are fighting chronic urinary tract infections that maybe, uh, could use a good strain of a, of a probiotic. And as Tim said, rheumatoid arthritis, I mean, gosh, almost every patient with rheumatoid, uh, should be on uh, a, a good probiotic like microbiome cells. Uh, so, uh, Kidney stones, anybody ever think that uh, there there are probiotics that potentially help with that? Well, the probiotics can help to degrade the oxalate, which causes kidney stones. You know, the oxalates in spinach and dark green vegetables, right? Uh, so researchers are getting interested in that area too, okay? And how about weight loss, ladies and gentlemen? Probiotics have been proposed as a part of a weight loss diet for years, now, but there's a 2015 meta-analysis that looked at available randomized control trials investigating this effect, and determined that the study did not seem to support this hypothesis. Okay, because they said the body weight wasn't consistently reduced. But the researchers left themselves a way out at the end of that study. They weren't convinced that the, the 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 study was any good anyway. But I want to go back. And uh, while, while Tim is on here just for a second, too, uh, something I brought to you. Uh, let me just see. I think I brought this in 2014. I said, your belt is so long. You can, you can lasso a calf with it. The last time uh, you saw your toes, you took a black and white picture of them. You remember that? I call it the Santa Claus, Sin- Santa Claus syndrome. My belly is so <laughs> large, even the heaviest coat can't hide it anymore. You know, you, you, no matter what you put, you still got that bulge. So, Here's If you want to stop that stomach from jiggling like a bowl full of jelly, you have two choices. You can let one of the, the surgical sadists come in and hack you out, hack the fat out if they don't kill you first, as we talked about earlier. Or you can pop two safe natural pills a day and watch the pounds melt away. So two pills a day, let the fat melt away, like I used to tell you, get your meat off the seat. So this study was in Canada, 2014, before I knew anything about microspores. They tested uh, probiotics and uh, with the healthy gut bacteria, and they found it could be the key to controlling your weight. Gals who took probiotics daily for 12 weeks lost 10 pounds, and here's the really good news, they kept the weight off. So it looks like these 12 ladies, okay? So what, what I also said back then, it's no secret that thin healthy people have different gut bacteria than folks who are carrying around a spare tire, if you want to get your hands on some of that good skinny guy bacteria, take a probiotic. Uh, but I, and, which is better, I said, than licking the door handle at the gym? So you go out and buy the stuff. So pro- probiotics can re- reset healthy bacteria levels in your gut, but you need to make sure you don't go fooling them, up or get, get them all fouled up again. You got to skip the carbohydrates. So that's something we, we have to keep talking about, even though you're taking, you could be taking them the best. Of any uh, spore product, but if you if you have a lousy diet, okay, it it could it just just give, reset you back to zero. So you got to skip the carbs and the um, the sugar that rots your organs, and then uh, you know you might be able to start losing weight again. But I I probably said that in 2014, Tim. And
2: and, uh, and this that is that is a good segue, Doc. So I know I want to come talk to you again, but. One of the things I want to talk to you about is when we uh, we have a new product coming out that we believe is going to be revolutionary and it is we 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 designed it for one thing and it looks like it jumpstarts your short chain fatty acids something we're doing specialized and everybody we've given it to has seen pretty significant weight loss. So when that comes out, I will be back on your show to talk about that and talk about the science behind it because that is a probiotic and it but it is going to be. Specialized for people with um, Crohn's and colitis, the inflammation, but one of the side things we've seen um, is that it is jump-starting the short-chain fatty acid, which in turn kickstarts your metabolism and burns their fat, and it's safe. doesn't hurt you. Wow. It's all natural. So we're excited. Well, Tim- I mean, that one's been in production for like three years.
1: Well, I may have to uh, revise my chapter on inflammation uh, by the time I go to press if uh, this this starts to be uh, significant because the basis of my book is is if you can control uh, inflammation, you can help your uh, it, with anti aging and longevity. So, uh, and I do talk about probiotics, but more in a general form. But I, until I, I saw your product, I'm really enamored with it to, to say the least. So. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on today. At least help me uh, introduce the subject to our listening audience again. Uh, you know, you got a little, little tease in there with a the new product. I like that, and we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to hearing from you. And uh, we'll do uh, probably with the, after the holidays, do another s- series of programs on uh, uh, leaky gut and irritable bowel and, and the role of probiotics. So we'll have you back then, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk. So. Thank you for taking your time today. I really appreciate it.
2: Hey, Anytime, Dr. Ron. That was my pleasure. I enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, looking forward to the day we can go live and have people call in and, you know, we can help them too. Uh, this stuff helped me. And, you know, it's you get any type of these things, these autoimmune things, and, uh, you know, basically what I describe them as, it's an absolute life disruption. You just, you just want to be normal. And if we can help more people do that, just like it helped me, I'm, I'm all for it. It's a great thing.
1: All right. Well, have a great afternoon.
2: Thanks, Doc. Have a good day, okay? Thank you.
1: Yeah, I appreciate right. your time. All so right. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking with Tim of Microbiome Labs with the MegaScore uh, product. And, uh, you know, but, but please, besides taking a product, eat more sour foods, okay? Uh, it's a That way you get some things naturally, uh, get some healthy sour foods uh, like uh, apple cider vinegar, maybe twice a day, uh, really great for you. Uh, and maybe consuming more fermented vegetables like sauerkraut, kimchi, okay? Uh, really, really important to, to, to have a lifestyle that where you also consume more probiotic foods like goat milk, yogurt. And I'm surprised how many people don't know about kefir and miso and kombucha. Okay. It really helps with your, uh, your bacteria. And then, you know, feed the probiotics that are in your system. Once they start growing and it's getting rid of all the bad stuff down there, you know, a good high quality fiber can actually cause probiotics or increases in your body. So a good high fiber diet Healthy high fiber diet includes organic fruits, vegetables, and sweet potatoes. Again, make sure the probiotic you take is a quality one, and it's important that you listen as we keep developing this uh, to learn. How, you know, if there's others others beside Mega Spore, but I, this is the one that I only, only spore product I could find right now with a, a good quality control. This uh, the the. the uh, Bacteria survive. They survive the stomach. And uh, gosh, what can I say? I think that this is a, a, a subject we have to uh, continually uh, educate ourselves about. So it, there are other studies uh, about obesity, ladies and gentlemen, though, uh, with probiotics. And a lot of them are positive. Uh, but the ones who were negative did not use the great strains of, uh, of uh, probiotics. And they sort of were deemed to fail before they even started. Like I said last week, if you use uh, a penicillin uh, uh, to treat uh, uh, dandruff, you know, it's going to fail. So if you don't use the, you don't set up your experiment properly, uh, it, it fails. So, all right. So that's just our introduction uh, to probiotics and, and the product that I like called Spore Biotic. And uh um, you know, I hope you uh, gather something from this and learn something about probiotics because they, they do affect our second brain. They do affect a uh, leaky gut, which can, de- can lead to a leaky brain. You know, and diseases like Parkinson's disease and Alzheimer's are, probably have a basis in what we're talking about today. Uh, so it's important that we, we keep our uh, bacteria in our gut populated with good bacteria and we don't destroy them by eating a high sugar uh, highly processed diet so ladies and gentlemen I want to thank you for listening today and uh, we will see you next week on the radio have a great week ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to Dr. Ron unfiltered uncensored
0: with your host,
1: Dr. Ron. We are here each and every week. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. We bring you medical news that you can use. Medical news that's up to date on drug reactions and interpretation of medical articles. We also have some great guests scheduled. So thank you again. Have a great week. Listen to us on Apple. Alexa, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Stitcher.
0: Ciao.